Hi, welcome to Church Split. My name is Brian. Uh, today is the first edition of a solo cultural episode on the Church Split, where we escape your echo chamber, learn to think biblically, and challenge the status quo. As some of you know, if you follow the channel, Will has been moving, and he now lives in Indiana and not Michigan, so now we have studios in our respective locations, so here is mine. <laughs> um, and I stole our Millennium Falcon uh, Lego set that Will and I have shared custody of, so just like a divorce couple. <laughs> um, but anyways, today, uh, and part of this segment is we're going to be, um, me personally, going to be talking about some cultural issues that affect Christianity. Uh, so I'll try to be doing this once a week, uh, probably do a couple while Will gets settled. I actually just had a video call with him at noon as he's starting to build his studio at the new church he's at. Um, so... Something that's going on in the news right now, if you haven't been paying attention at all, living under a rock, um, Israel has had a lot of violence um, incurred on its uh, land in the last couple days. Uh, so, those of you who don't know, or just a recap of where we're at right now for perpetuity, if someone looks back at this later, Hamas, which is the uh, organization that is in control and occupies the land of Gaza, or the Gaza Strip, uh, launched a terrorist attack on the nation of Israel back on Saturday, um, which is the Sabbath for Jews, on the 7th of October. Uh, as of recording this, the death toll is just under 1,000, uh, which includes Americans and Germans and uh, Thai and people from other different countries uh, that were there at the time of this attack and this ongoing attack. Um, and obviously things with a fluid situation can probably change, so this is accurate as best I know it as of today. Um, when we see violence in the world, I think it's good for us Christians to take a step back and, and pause and think about how we respond to something like this. Acts of, of senseless violence, acts of aggression towards people, innocent or not, um, depending on what their state is in that country. Um, but I think it's good to take a pause and think about it, because... If we react poorly, we, we definitely put out a bad witness to the rest of the world as far as how Christians deal with atrocities and, and violence like this. Um, we should also be careful not to uh, join in with specific political parties and, and thought processes and, and ideas and just regurgitate that. The church should be different as far as that's concerned. So just a couple things to remember. I don't think it will be a long episode, but I hope this will serve as kind of a helpful... Um, way to kind of discern what's going on. So first of all, remember that everyone, believers or not, are made in the image of God. This is why Christians are almost unanimously pro-life. Um, this is why uh, we care for the needy. This is why we care for the homeless. This is why churches for the last 2,000 years have built hospitals, uh, have created orphanages, um, food banks, and so on. We are called to um, protect the, the image bearers of God, right? What Jesus says, what you do to the least of these, you do to me. Um, so that applies to Israelis and Palestinians, um, Jews and Gentiles alike. Um, the other thing to remember is individuals and nation states are different. Um, so we can, we can acknowledge multiple things, right? We can acknowledge that nation states commit violence. We can acknowledge that they do evil, we can also acknowledge that there are innocent people within those nations that are that do not deserve to be murdered in their homes or raped or mutilated, beheaded or whatever else that videos of what's going on in Israel might be showing. 
Um, and remember that past deaths in war don't beget more war, uh, especially from a Christian perspective. So I've seen, and I was interacting with some people on Twitter yesterday who are saying, well, look, you know, look at all these bad things that Israel's done. Whether those are right or wrong, I'm not really here to make a comment on that, but it, I'm just saying it doesn't matter for what's happening right now. Because as you all know, most people that are watching this are probably Americans, uh, a lot of us don't support the things that our country does. I don't think many of us support drone strikes from afar, from the sky, on different compounds that kill innocent people, even if they're close by to where some terrorists might be. Uh, we don't support um, hanging people that we don't agree with. If you look back at um, the early 1900s, late 1800s, or lynchings and stuff like that, we don't support any of that kind of stuff. Um, and if our country does bad things, it doesn't mean that innocent Americans deserve to have their lives destroyed in the name of retribution against our country. Um, it's good to remind, remember that God abhors violence, evil. Um, so we should be calling out what is evil, and we should stand against violence. It doesn't matter who did what first. Um, and I'm not even saying that Israel did anything first. I'm just saying there's going to be excuses on all sides of this issue on why things happened. We should just call out violence for what it is. And we should call for peace even when both sides want blood and retribution. Both sides want that now. So how do we respond to that? Is our response, well, yeah, yeah, rah, rah, go get your pound of flesh, go get blood. Go pour more innocent blood because we're mad. Well, we, you're not going to bring anyone back who was murdered in the last few days by murdering more people. You're not going to unrape women. You're not going to unmutilate children. You're not going to undo the wrongs that have been done in the last few days. It just isn't going to happen. So this is where Christians should be calling for, for peace. And I know I watched Ben Shapiro's episode yesterday on this, which was difficult to watch. If you are have if you have a light stomach or don't like to see anything terrible, do not watch Ben Shapiro's episode because he legit shows a whole bunch of the stuff that's going on on video without anything being blurred. But Ben Shapiro is saying there is no negotiating for peace here. We're beyond that. I don't think we're ever beyond peace. Um, so that's something to think about as Christians. We should be promoting peace even when tempers are flared and we're angry and we're hurt and we know that evil has been committed. Um, so here's what we should not be doing. I hope this this rings true to a lot of people and and this is kind of formed on what I was seeing on social media yesterday, friends I've talked to. Um, and we did do a post on this this morning as well. This is not the time to talk about your favorite dispensational view of Israel. I felt compelled early on to say, well, you know, what is Israel really? And is the nation of Israel now the same historic chosen nation that God instantiated? doesn't matter. That's not really what's at play here. It doesn't affect what's going on. Because let's say we say, yes, this isn't really the same Israel. Okay, so then they deserve to be murdered and raped? No. What if we say... Or reverse. Oh, does, does Palest Palestinians deserve the same thing? No. Image bearers of God all around. No exceptions here whatsoever. The other thing not to do is don't use scripture out of context like Genesis 12, 3. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. 
um, if you're using that necessarily to say, oh, this is why I support Israel because of that verse in Genesis, you're using it out of context, and um, that, isn't, that isn't the best rationale to support or stand against evil. I wouldn't say support Israel necessarily, but stand against evil. Um, we don't need that scripture to stand against evil because it doesn't matter. Are you going to stand? Are you going to be okay if it happens in Germany? Are you going to be okay if it happens in the Netherlands? Are you going to be okay if it happens in Thailand? No, you shouldn't be as a Christian. The nation and where evil is being committed does not matter as Christians. Uh, that's why Christians are so for evangelizing and mission work in multiple different countries. Right? We're supposed to make disciples of every nation. Every nation. Um, also be careful not to equivocate over past atrocities committed by either side in this. Don't say, oh, well, misinformation was, was in these other wars, so therefore we can't trust anything that's being said. Of course, use discernment on what you're hearing on the news. Obviously, we all live through COVID. We understand the power of mis- and disinformation in this world and how it can affect people and still affect people. I, see, still, I saw people with masks on this morning. <laughs> but take another foreign conflict as an example here. So a lot of people are definitely like, rah, rah, pro-Ukraine, right? Stand by Ukraine. Okay, imagine if Ukraine is like Palestine in this situation, where Ukrainians, maybe they finally got Crimea back. They took back what was annexed back in 2012, and they got it back. And now they decided to launch 5,000 missiles on a holy day in the Russian church, Greek Orthodox church, and launch 5,000 missiles into Russia. Imagine if they decided to murder Russian kids at an EDM concert. Imagine if Ukrainians went house to house in Russia and murdering innocent families. Would be like, oh, okay, well, they deserved it. Russia... They invaded first, so this is this is just well-deserved. Good riddance, all you people that were murdered. No, that's not what Christians should say at all. That is as tone-deaf as you can get, um, and definitely isn't Christ-like. So what also we shouldn't be doing, we shouldn't be supporting the evisceration of the Gaza Strip and everyone that lives in it. I've seen some stuff on social media about that because that's where the missiles were launched from. If you don't know... Um, kind of how the land lays out in Israel. Uh, Gaza's like a 45-minute drive from like Tel Aviv, right? It's not far, right? I live in Michigan. This is like people in Kalamazoo launching attack on where I am in Grand Rapids. Like it's not far. Um, we should not retaliate. We should not support retaliation in that way. We're just causing, creating more bloodshed, even if. The Palestinians are doing what the reports say, and they are using hospitals and schools and hostages to buffer their uh, strategic positions, so that they can that so then more innocent blood is spilled if if Israel retaliates. Um, doesn't matter. Do, we should not be supporting the destruction or evisceration of an area with innocent people in it too, even if some of that is occupied by military uh, encampments. We should not support the destruction of Israel. And I don't care if it's... I'm not saying this because, oh, they're an ally or whatever. We should not be to support the destruction of an area because they have the, the, a different think than we do. 
they have wrong think. That's not a good excuse. If you're standing in front of Jesus at judgment, say, well, I was, but, but Jesus really, like, they thought these things. Can you believe that? They deserve to die. That's, that's, for, that's for God to decide, not us. We shouldn't be asking for the destruction of another country just because we want our pound of flesh. We should discern righteous judgment, right? Judge righteously. What's righteous? Call evil, evil, and good, good. We should not support more violent retribution or retaliation from Israel. We should be calling on them to have peace. And I know they're like, we're at war, time to destroy you mode. I get it. I would probably feel the same way if I if my area of the world was attacked in this way. If, friend, if my friends and family were being live streamed on their own Facebook accounts to be murdered in their own houses. That sounds absolutely terrible and I would see red. I'm 100% sure of it. But think about what we did in 9-11, right? We're, the nation's unified and like, let's go get all those terrorists and destroy them. How long did that take? Oh, right, that's still ongoing. Two plus decades further. We just pulled out of Afghanistan a couple years ago, and that was a disaster. So maybe we can learn from past mistakes. Maybe we can learn that just wanting our pound of flesh and retribution doesn't actually work. You don't actually just get to get everyone who is responsible for it and kill them and then we all go around our merry go on with our merry lives it just doesn't work that way so maybe we shouldn't be calling for all violence again and retaliation and utter destruction of a people group because they launched an attack um and i know people are going to say well generationally brian just think like all those those kids are being indoctrinated to think this exact same way. This violence is going to go on and on and on for ages. We have to just utterly destroy. I suppose that is one way to handle it. But people can also have their minds changed. And what better way to solidify someone's hatred of you as a child by killing their whole family? Think about that. So, call evil evil. As Christians, we should discern what evil is and call it out and call what is good good we should not be cheering on violence either direction it should sadden us to see what we're seeing we should be praying about it we should be asking god to help put an end to this violence as soon as possible to allow clear heads to prevail to allow negotiations to, to happen to get back to some sense of normalcy um and we should also be discerning what we hear Right, I 100% agree. I remember when the Ukraine invasion happened, and we were hearing all kinds of weird reports and seeing videos and all kinds of stuff. Right, there is going to be propaganda out there, so be discerning. Judge what you hear. Think about it for a minute. Pray for the families. Pray for those that are mourning loss. Right, I saw some videos yesterday of, you know, a mom describing to her two young kids why their sister's gone now, and that she's not coming back. That's horrific. And imagine these families are going, right? They thought they were going into a normal weekend, right? They're getting ready to celebrate Sabbath. Um, they're getting ready to uh, maybe go to dinner with their friends next week. They had plans. And now their whole lives are upended. They can't live in their home anymore. Um, their cars burned. Their family mowed down by machine gun fire. Their family members streamed live on their own social media being murdered. Pray for those families. That I can't even imagine. I've had some heartache in my family, and it all pales in comparison to what I'm sure 
countless families are, have been going through over there. And countless families have been going through in the Middle East for decades. So it doesn't matter what your view of the Holy Land is. If you're a dispensationalist or a Zionist or something else, now isn't the time to make those arguments. You don't have to be those things to see the horrors that are occurring right now in Israel. Condemn pure evil. Don't make excuses for terrorism. This is partly why the Western church is as divided and fractured as it is, and that's why we have this channel. We keep avoiding calling out evil as evil. We keep calling self-defense evil. We keep calling things that God calls wrong good. This is why we have the progressive church. And this is also why we have a whole bunch of legalistic churches, right, that think that they can add more rules to what God has, has declared because they just want to be extra good. Just do what God says to do. Abhor violence and evil. Act righteously. Act like Christ. When, when Peter lashed out with a sword and cut off the, the soldier's ear, Jesus put it back on. Don't lash out. Don't call evil good. Don't cheer on more evil. What does scripture say? What is, what is actual violence? What is actual evil? And don't conflate the death of innocence with the evils that nation states have, have done whether correct or not. And whether in the right situation there was no better option or not. It doesn't really matter why Joe and Jane get to be murdered in their house because something the nation did. I made this point on Twitter yesterday. Just because America drone strikes some people and kills some innocents in the Middle East at some point in time doesn't mean some kid being shot in a drive-by in the south side of Chicago isn't, isn't violence, isn't evil. We can, we can make distinctions here, right? We can, we can separate our political views and from what actually is evil. Right? The same reason why I, I don't think swear words are a sin necessarily is because God defines what is mor moral, what is good, what is evil, not culture, not nations, not social media, not political parties. So just be careful that... You're not falling victim of propaganda, political argumentation. Pray for these families. Call out evil. Stand against evil and call for peace. And I know that feels like we should be able to do more. And I know everyone's like, well, what if I make 10 more social media posts about it? Maybe that will make a difference. It will make a difference. Um, but God can work. God can change hearts. God can change minds. So ask, ask for God's will to be done here. Ask for God's will to be carried out. And we know God's will is not for senseless violence. We know God's will isn't for the death of the innocents, even if they're not Christian. Right? What does Peter say? That God wishes that all reach repentance. That includes everyone that's getting murdered over there. That includes those that are doing the murdering. So think about that before you maybe make the next social media post. Hope this was helpful. I hope this will be an interesting segment to add on to the church split as we do some more segments. And uh, you all can mock Will on Facebook if and Twitter if you like for being too busy to record and you just stuck with me. <laughs>
Anyways, thanks for watching. This has been The Church Split. Take care and God bless. And guys, if you want to avoid seeing obnoxious ads like this, we gotta be strong, we gotta be healthy. When you wanna feel nice and strong and satisfied, you gotta check out Good Ranchers. Right now, go to goodranchers.com, use promo code Knowles. Or that. We also wanna thank Free Life Soap, because I don't know about y'all, yes. but I got a new shipment of soap yes, in. Yes, I did, yes, sir. And it was great. Or this. Hi guys, my name is Will, and I'm here to tell you why you should be a student at Trinity College of the Bible and Theological Seminary. For that, to get to that momentarily first, I want to talk to you about Daily Wire's most trusted privacy partner and premier sponsor of this show, ExpressVPN. Are you aware that your browsing data is constantly being tracked and monitored? Please support us on Patreon. We do not want to annoy you filthy heretics with any sort of ads on this show. So when you're a Patreon subscriber, you also get access to our apologetics classes and other video content a whole month. You can support us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month.